Welcome to Draw One Last Breath podcast. Uh, my name's Matt. And I'm Paul. And uh, welcome. Welcome again. This is our, what, fourth episode? Yeah, man. Fourth episode. There we go. So today we are going to be reviewing the Endless movie, which is I'm really excited about. What about you? Yeah, we had fun watching that. That's going to be I liked awesome. it a lot. I liked it a lot. Always oh, up already. <laughs> Skewed up already. And also our something to scream about segment this week is our goriest, mo- our favourite goriest moments in horror. And also we're going to be doing the movie from the vault, which uh, Paul chose last week, and it was John Carpenter's The Thing. John Carpenter's. John Carpenter's The Thing. So I'm well excited for that. So that is going to be awesome. Should we kick off with some news? Yeah, yeah. Um, what have you got? Okay, I've got a few bits that have been going on. Um, I saw the new Stranger Things um, trailer for season three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was it was a bit weird, but I liked it. It was different, wasn't it? It was set in a mall. Um, re- they just basically wanted to get... I just think whoever did it just wanted to get as 80s as possible. And any minute now, I was thinking, right, so it's about two minutes, I think. Any minute, I was thinking, right, they're just going to throw that shadow monster over this m- new mall. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the impending doom. But they didn't. It was yeah. just about a mall. It was like an advert, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an advert. A new mall. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Still, I'm still excited. It's like they've got like loads of writers in the room went, what's the most 80s thing? Right, yeah. We've done all this 80s stuff. What's next? What was big in the 80s? Malls in America anyway. Maybe yeah. not so much here. But, well, they had a few, didn't they? But, yeah, totally. It looks really, really good. Can't wait. Yeah, we loved it the first um, two, so... Is it Steve? Is it, like, working Steve. in, like, a, a like donut place or something? Yeah. I think what they've done is they've um, they've hired... I think he's just the actor in the advert, because he's everywhere. He's yeah. not just in that yoga place. He's all over it. He's, okay. So um, I think they've got him as, like, the actor. Awesome. So he's got a job. He's good. He's got so, a job, yeah. Got to pay the bills somehow. I can't just do babysitting. No. But, yeah, excited for that. Excited. I think that's due out next year, so I'm yeah. um, really excited for that one. Um, oh, some big, big, big news for me. <laughs> I um, got New York Comic Con tickets. Oh, yeah, um, that's a cool uh, thing, So I'm going to uh, New York in October, first time. And um, yeah, buzzing. The reason was we're hopefully going to try and get um, tickets while we're, um, tickets for it, so we could go. Why not? Yeah, we're there. Yeah. So we managed to get Friday tickets. Yeah. And I had a look through what's on, mm. and they've got a uh, Rob Zombie panel yeah, on I'm the Friday. I'm not jealous about that at all. <laughs> right, good, fair play to you, but I'm telling you now, if you meet him, you'd uh, get a soundbite for the show. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll shake it down. Can you imagine that? Oh my God. Mate, I'll do get your, get your, no, I'll get Sherry Moon. Doing her best yeah. baby impression. That'd be amazing. You know. um, so, last couple of weeks, I've watched quite, I've been quite, because, um, you know, football's over, so I've been watching quite a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. talk about football. I've been watching quite a lot of movies and stuff like that, so um, I watched a new one which you recommended to me last week called Tau. Oh, yeah. With Megan yeah. Monroe. That, cause I, I have watched that as well. Have since, you? Yeah, yeah. I won't talk about it too much, but, yeah, maybe we'll but you're all right. Yeah, it was all right. okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, so watch that one. It's with uh, Megan Monroe. Um, I saw a little bit of news around the... Godzilla King of the Monsters movie that's cool. due out next year. I nothing, no trailer, no nothing. Just the fact that it's got uh, Millie Bobby Brown, yes. from strange things yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. And oh, no, I'm not going to say her name right. Um, Vera Farmiga. Yeah, that's pretty much my right. name. She's the one from um, Conjuring and yeah. the Conjuring series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that could be, I'm looking out for that have one. You, have you seen the photo that they've got? Like, there's literally one photo. And no. it's like, a, if, you, if you see it right, it's basically just a really big, massive, fat Godzilla with just lightning coming out of his mouth. It looks pretty mad, but he just looks really fat. <laughs> and he just got bigger. Right. Um, I, on Instagram, I was on the, in, mm. the Insta, and um, I followed someone called John, jo, I think it's John Jones, John John Reviews or something like that. So okay. John, I'll have to get it and I'll give him a shout out. But he put up a um, a video link to something called um, a, sort of a band called Gunship. Oh, yeah. It's Gunship, so I'd show, yeah. I show you the Dark All Day. So I watched that and um, I just absolutely loved it. I mean, the, the video is about like five minutes. And it's like half, most of it's in cartoon. Um and it's like oh, it's just an ode to vampire movies and like anything vampires. It's got like um, Buffy the Vampire like pops up in it. Um, George Clooney from um, Dust or Dawn's it's in got it. Loads, yeah. Blade, yeah. the Frog Brothers, and it's yeah. it's, it's cool as fuck. So get, please, I'll I'll pop I'll pop Not that on. Social on media. I'll, yeah, I'll pop, yeah, I popped it on social media onto our Facebook page. Um, draw one last bread podcast. Just search for that. Um, but I'll probably play a bit of music on this. Um, this week's episode might be quite cool. Yeah. They are really, really good because um, they did one for Ready Player One as well. Oh, wicked! Which is pretty cool. I still need to check that out. Actually, yeah. you told me about that. Yeah. Um. I'll let, well, I, I, the last. I'll mention the last thing. Um. Mm. In a bit, and we'll talk about that. And like we'll talk about that last. But uh, what you got? You got anything exciting that's happened? Wow! Just before I go into the news. We had a, a, a interesting little package turn up to the uh, to the draw one last breath um, building, or I don't know what you call it. Catherdell draw one last breath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, basically, yeah. A package came through the door, um, opened up, and it's only two t-shirts. I'll grab them now. Actually, oh, go on. What's this then? Basically, one of my friends at work uh, designed our logo for us. Right. Um, and basically. That's... I've seen that. You showed me that. That's the yeah. Um, that was done that was by quite incredible. That was done by Tom, uh, my friend Tom at work, Tom Hawkswell. He is really, he's absolutely brilliant. He just literally said, "I've texted me a picture. I've done you uh, a logo," and I was like, "It's amazing. It looks really, really good." We'll post a picture of the t-shirts online. But yeah, so he he designed the logo for us, which is just for free. He's, just completely done on his own back. Yeah, we didn't know what we were going to do with it. Yeah, not at all, but, but it came out so good. And then we got a package from the po- uh, post from one of our good friends, uh, Paul, uh, Geordie Paul. Geordie uh, Paul. And basically Thank you, Paul. What he's done is he's put oh, the logo shit. on the front of the shirt, <laughs> which looks awesome. Oh, my God, that's mental. Which, again, I said we'll post a picture online. and uh, looks incredible. And then on the back... I get my own one. Yeah, one. So basically, it says Paul on the back, and it's got Michael Myers with a oh, giant knife. But that's yours, and I got one as well. So that's yours. Oh, smart! Cheers, Paul. And I got one with um, Jason on the back. With my oh. name. So, but like I said, we will put pictures up of that. That's brilliant. And thank you so much to Tom for the logo, and thank you so much, Paul, for getting us the t-shirts. That's that's badass. Thank you very much. Yeah, we'll take a picture after this um, this episode and post it on Instagram. Maybe wearing chop, it. maybe chop our heads off. You want to see that? Um, uh, yeah. So on back onto news again. Um, I saw online uh, about there's a third Annabelle movie 
really? come out, yeah. A third one? A third one, yeah. Um, right, okay. not really released much about it, um, but it looks like it's getting covered at San Diego Comic-Con. Possibly there might be a little bit of talk about it, because I know they're taking the nun, Corin Hardy is taking the nun to San Diego. God, those pictures. Those posters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the new posters that come out, yeah, they're really, really good. Um, so that's that's um, quite interesting, but I, I read a little synopsis on it. Okay. And literally, it's it's kind of like it says it's a bit weird because the only blurb that I've seen it says it's like night at the museum, but with like a shitload of uh, demons in it. So they get they get stuck in some kind of museum with loads of different artifacts and, and demon I'm, artifacts. I'm just saying, I'm not happy. Because yeah. getting through those last two are hard enough. I'm like a big, I like my gore. These psychological horrors are starting to, start to make me I a great. Know, I, I quite like that. <laughs> I like the other, yeah, you, you really get scared. But yeah, I, I really like the Annabelle franchise. And nice. it's the same director is um, doing this one as well, who's done the other Annabelle's. So right, okay, that's cool. I don't think he's going to... It's not James Wan that he's doing. He's no, it's uh, Gary Doberman. Oh, right, okay. I'm not sure. Um, but that that's coming out in July 2019, so get your pillow ready. To, to hide <laughs> you can hide your whole jam. Yeah. It's fine. Um, what else we had? We've had um, another Predator poster released. Have you seen that? Is that the one with... With like the head and then it's like yeah, all the skulls. Yeah, all the skulls that was like revealed at San Diego Comic Con again. So it looks like it looks like horror is taking over San Diego Comic Con this yeah. year. Um, so I, I'm not sure what's going on there, um, but it's pretty good. Um, what else we got? Um, ah, that was it. This 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 is quite interesting. So they're bringing back Creep Show. Have you seen about it? Oh, it's it's on Shudder. Yeah, it's going to be exclusive to Shudder. Greg Nicotero is going to from Walking Dead, who we've met. <laughs> I saw something, but yeah, yeah go on. He's going to direct, um, and I don't know how many parts. I think there might be four of them, um, but basically there's going to be a different um, filmmaker for each one. But he's going to obviously direct them, but there's going to be a different filmmaker make a different take okay. on each story. For those who, for our listeners that they don't know what Creep Show is, mm-hmm. why don't you tell them what Creep Show is? Creep Show. Oh, it's. it's it's messed up tales, basically. Is it Steve? Is it Steve? Yeah, Stephen, Stephen King. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. St- Stephen Stephen King did it along with George Romero. Yeah, like, uh, the first one is really really good. The second one is good, but not as good as the first. But it's, it's like creepy tales, and they're tales just weird. Tales of the crypt, sort of thing. It's weird. Twilight yeah, thing. yeah, very very like that. I've got it on. I've watched it like once, I think. And, yeah. But yeah, I might have to. I might have to pick that up it, and watch it again. It should be really good. On Shudder, they they can pretty much do what they want, gore wise. So. And Greg Nicotero is going to not shy away from practical effects and stuff. So that is going to be really, really interesting. So I can't wait wait for that one. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, last thing I wanted to talk about, your, the, our mate Geordie Paul sort of threw our way in the week, is um, the trailer for Overlord, J.J. Abrams. Oh, movie. yeah, yeah. Oh, my I God. mean, it looks freaking amazing. Now... Am I right in saying this is part of the Cloverfield franchise, supposedly? Right. If you have, if if that's true, then you blow my mind because I didn't even read. I haven't read anything. All I all yeah. I saw that it is it's set in world. It's set in World War Two. They're being right, dropped yeah. in, so it's the paratroopers, and hmm. um, and it just looks really. It looks really well shot. I mean, love JJ. Glorious how. Glorious how. And it's just like 
something's happening and there's a monster. There's and a lot of, lot of like, trailer. It's, it's a really long trailer. Right? I saw it's Super like, Soldiers, though. Yeah. I don't think it's got anything to do with Cloverfield. Apparently it is. Apparently it is part of the Cloverfield. Now, that was what the rumour was. Now, okay. the rumours that I heard, and this was just a synopsis, a small one, was that it was the D-Day landings and they were storming the beaches, but there was a, a particular beach that was really hard to take. Right. So they had to send an American hardcore unit to storm this one beach. Okay. And on that one beach, uh, the film was going to be set, and it was going to be them. The rumours, these are all rumours going around online, saying that they had to kind of like try and get onto this beach, but it wasn't Germans that they were trying to fight. It's actually Bowfield aliens. And, and I don't okay. know whether... They're part of a, a, a kind of Nazi kind of like experimentation, or they found something that the Nazis are using them. And I don't know if this is kind of to do with that, but we'll see. Oh yeah, it we're, looks we're, really, really it's good. coming out in um, late late October. Yeah. So we're definitely going Can't on going on that one, and, and, and our mate Dan will definitely be tagging along. Cool. Because he loves all the Cloverfield stuff. So shall we move on to our movie review? There I was told that they were all going to kill themselves. That's why we left the cult. They sent us a video. Whoever's watching, I just wanted to say the ascension is something that we've all been looking forward to. We couldn't be happier. I want to go back. So this week we are reviewing the movie Endless uh, by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Um, where do I start with this one? Oh my god! So it, it's an Arrow release. It comes in. A re- it came in a really really nice pack- package. I was lucky enough to get one um, signed by them because I knew somebody that was doing the signing, and we decided to review this film because um, there's not much out of the cinema at the moment. So we thought we'd go for this, right? Yeah. So and the art, you're right. They're saying the artwork is absolutely stunning. Yeah. It's, it's it's beautiful. It's a really nice again arrow. It's a really nice package. They they outshine all the time whenever they do these packages and stuff. But it comes really in a really really nice uh, package. Uh, it, it comes with uh, resolution, which is the other film they made. The short film. I've not seen that one. It comes in the um. Package. It comes actually in the in the actual in the Blu-ray with it. So it's only a short film, but comes with it and then obviously there was the these guys made one other film before um which is called spring yeah which is a, a really good which movie. i haven't seen yet no you need, you need to watch that <laughs> it's really really good i think you'll really really like it okay um so these guys are obviously quite renowned um for doing movies on low budgets yeah um so anyway regardless we we thought we'd go for this one so where do we start with this well, what, what's, what's it about? Are you going to try and... I am not even going to try and do a synopsis on this. Oh. Let's start at the beginning. So, we meet two brothers, obviously. Actually named. Yeah, the, the same as... Justin and Aaron. Yeah, because they're the actual directors. So, director Justin and Aaron, basically, they are... They also star in the movie, which yeah. is quite unheard of, would you say? Director starring in movies, as well as yeah, but two of them, two directors directing the movie and starring in it. Yeah, I give that. I, have, I haven't seen that before. And they've written the story. If well. anyone has, then let us know. But I, 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 I can't cool, remember. I it. it was quite, quite yeah. 
and and um, we meet them and their brothers, uh, supposedly at, at the start, and it seems like they used to be in some kind of cult, or they were in some kind of like. The impression I got cult. is that it was hinting at the fact that they were um, they'd left this cult behind. Uh, I think it was Justin, um, the older brother. Yeah, I better get that right. Justin, the older brother, and they'd spoken to the news, mm. so they got themselves, like, and they, they sort of dissed them, they said they were like a, a UFO death cult, and they did it quite, um, in, a, in sort of like a, a bigger way, they didn't just go out quietly and walk away from it, they're they quite got, vocal on they're it, quite vocal on it, and, the and, group. Yeah, and they really like sort of went to town on them, and um, got lots of media attention for, you know, which, they, yeah. which the cult, the so-called cult didn't want. But, yeah, um, they weren't very nice about the people there. What, what do you think about how how what do you think the time frame was? Because I don't know if they talk about the time frame since they left. Because it, it looks few. It's got to be a few years, surely. The time is a big factor in this movie. Yeah, which um, for one. <laughs> but I think I heard them say it was ten years. Oh, okay. Since uh, it was, so, the movie set about ten years after they've actually so like escaped. From the UFO Dev Cult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Which it still could be. Yeah, yeah. So obviously we're gonna I'm just gonna say this, we're gonna possibly go into spoilers now. So if you do want to watch the movie and come back to this point or skip to this this point, we are gonna talk about spoilers. And I would um, definitely and go and watch this movie because it is just weird. Yeah. And make your own mind up what about you about what you think. Yeah. Um so what happens next? So we see the younger brother um, gets a videotape through the post or something, like an yeah. old school VHS tape, right? And it's is it bat- VHS tape? Yeah, it's battered because it's like those little camcorder tapes. Yeah, it goes yeah. out to a, um, a, like a car boot and like purchases right, yeah. a legit little JVC yeah, yeah. camera. Other mm-hmm. camcorders, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he plugs it in and it seems to be some kind of weird message yeah. from some a, a girl like, talking directly to him, kind of. The, the, the paedophile the so called paedophile oh right yeah some some strange woman some woman's just kind of just talking to him not talking at him not asking him to come back it's just like it's, it's sort of why is she sent this message it's weird yeah and it sort of spikes their interest yeah it, and then, <clears throat> and the, it just seems like they're, they're both brothers are in, <clears throat> in a kind of dead end job they like cleaners. The younger brother, uh, Aaron, seems to be quite agitated and kind of yeah. like sees a video and then he thinks, he says to the older brother, I want to go back. Yeah, he needs, a, he needs closure. Yeah, and this is where our story starts. So kind of the older brother's a bit reluctant to start with, I suppose. And then you can see that it, his younger brother does need this closure to move on in life. Yeah. So they agree to go and just spend one night or something there. Yeah, and that's that's where we wanted yeah. to get to. The, yeah. the start was a bit of a mismatch. I didn't really care too much about the start. No, I wanted like... them to get to the um, uh, the camp. Mm. That was that was where I think it was going to start like ramping up. And it and it and it did. Yeah. It was still the pace was a bit slow, but there were some moments. Yeah. It's a really it's a really kind of strange movie. Because it's it's really really well shot, like, and and also, like, when you look at the what, even down to like the clothes they wear, is that there are all the characters and stuff wear the similar kind of coloured clothes, 
and and the way it's shot the, and and the location it's shot it's like in the middle of nowhere it's really it's just everything is really interesting about it i felt really interested and i wanted to know more and i wanted the story to move on because everything was just like it just made me feel like right it just intrigued me i want to know what this is about they're not they're, they're kind of pulling me in but then they're pushing me away yeah i think yeah you're right i didn't know what it was i didn't i followed the story um well enough i mean um but every every step forward sort of made me want to go wait what the, what the fuck is going on yeah this um, is the thing yeah it reminds me a bit a bit like lost and like yeah, I, wanted to, I, I, find a, I wanted to know what was happening but I was like at the same time I was like this is really weird but then in, in, in it, but it was like it was just like somebody had a fishing rod and they were just hooking me in and they were pulling me along <laughs> so do you see what I mean it's just like so let, let's talk a bit more about kind of what happened so um, they meet they, they go back to the cult and they kind of meet up with the head of the yeah. of, imagine he's the leader we go, back to, we go back to Camp Arcadia and uh, uh, they meet um, Hal, was it? Okay. And, and and he's kind of... It's just everything's really strange. Everybody does... They seem like they're, they're kind of there in reality, but then each person is a bit weird. You might, you said it. You said it knocked your head on the chin, actually. You're thinking about Lost. They yeah. appear like the others. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they totally. haven't really, they, it's the strange thing Justin mentions they haven't really aged right. a lot, um, and that's quite apparent. So they, they, and they, they mention the fact they're brewing, they're doing this home brew beer, yeah, that's and that's right. how they make their money. That's how they're making survive. Yeah, yeah. and they've got kind of this, which, um, which is quite clever because yeah. you're thinking they couldn't survive out there doing nothing. So that <laughs> that obviously is their income. Is their income? Yeah. But they've all got like 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 all these little special skills, and they're not like. Powers, don't get me wrong. They're not. It's not. We're not going. You're not going to watch like an X Men movie. Yeah, they've just been able to. Whatever's going on, they've been able to master certain stuff. So Mm. there's like one of them. The the, the woman's a seamstress. She's really good. Oh yeah, she makes all the clothes. Yeah, that's why I was like, all the clothes are similar. Yeah, and and they're really good. Yeah, very good. Um, and then one of them's like a, perhaps in like magic tricks. Yeah, because he's saying that like over time you can master things. Yeah. And you and you can you can get better at things the more you, you you do things like the more you can you can master it. So he's like saying that if you do magic tricks for a certain amount of time, you will become a master of that trade. But it, it takes something like a thousand years to get it bang on. Yeah. Which is really, really strange. But he's yeah, he does all these card tricks and stuff like that, doesn't he? They're also quite like smiley and they do let and even though they clearly bashed them on the media there's something not right yeah. again there's something like you, you can't pick it yeah yeah there's like there's something either yeah I don't know there's some kind of like weird shit going here there's either some murder shit going on or, I don't know you just you, you don't know what's going on really no and then there's that like and then there's that weird scene with um called the struggle mm. do you remember that bit with the rope oh yeah yeah where they they just go out to this kind of bit, throw this rope out, and it's kind of like, no, they send somebody out with the rope, and then he comes back, and then suddenly the rope's kind of pulled into the air, Yeah. and they're kind of like going, oh, they go to the younger brother, isn't it, and go on, have a go, have a go, and he's like tugging, and it kind of like pulls him, but then he falls to the ground, and then it's just like, you, you don't see what pulls him, you no. don't know what it is, you don't know where, where the rope's gone, it's just darkness. 
and then he goes, oh, I can have another go, and he ties it around himself, you go, oh, God, there we go, he's going to get, like, dragged in, yeah. dragged <laughs> in, and he's going to disappear, and then suddenly he's, he's pulling and pulling, and then what happens, that does he, he wins, he sort goes wins a bit sl- goes a slack, yeah, so tug of war wins. with the dark, yeah, really weird, yeah, and, and then, then he's, and he doesn't explain the game what it is, no, and then his older brother sort of has a go and he loses and he's like gets a bit all miffed, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah, and his hands get cut from the rope. Yeah. Yeah, really strange something because it doesn't... Not, I'm not saying that films have to tell you what it is, but again, it leaves you on the edge of your, of your thinking box of going, what the hell was that? What was that about? They're very clever it? with very little budget because they sort of do what leads you to think what the fuck was going it's on. It's almost like... like magic tricks to kind of nod back to the other guy do you see what I mean it's yeah. like is it magic tricks is it someone is it somebody out there taking a piss and pulling it is it trickery is it true is it some kind of monster is it some kind of alien what is it it's, it's really weird yeah and then um, it sort of moves the pace it sort of moves on a bit um, the pace what did you how did you feel about the pace of the movie I think it was alright mm. it sort yeah. of went along the right way there was we're talking there's not this isn't like a you know n- this film's not going to like throw those classic jump scares and no, you don't expect no. to be like it's that it's just classic. more more intriguing and there is um, some interesting levels of gore in it but yeah the pacing wise it was it, it was fine for me mm. it just it flowed, yeah. it flowed it's quite weird, well it? it's kind of like... Act, acting wise a bit ropey but again doesn't really make I, I, yeah I mean see I've seen Spring and the acting is not the best right. in and Spring. That, the storyline is brilliant and the budget's obviously then the budget's low. Yeah. But this, it, I think, if you watch Spring and then watch this, you see how different right. the, so this is better. This is a really good low-budget movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's really well-acted for a low-budget movie. It's mm. sort of in that middle. So I, mm. I've got to give them the nod that. Don't let get me wrong. I'm saying the acting's a bit ropey. Just don't expect, like, um, you know... A Hollywood movie. Yeah, yeah. Here. You've yeah, got to, you've got to that, accept yeah. that this is a quite a low budget, but it's just cleverly it is done. What it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah but then, then you start learning about what sort of what's going on in the camp. Yeah. Because they're not happy. They don't really want Justin to stay, but Aaron wants to stay. Mm. Um, and you start see, it's all and it starts all being about time. Um, and you've got these weird little stones. What, what do you think of them? What are those little they're, volcanic I rocks? Don't know, yeah, they sound like because there's this weird kind of like almost like. Static tights, is that what we call them? That come, or static lights, yeah, well, whatever. Tights go, tights go down. <laughs> I don't know what you heard at school. Um, but they're like this weird rock, like sticks that come out of the ground. They said they're something to do with volcanic rock, but they're dotted everywhere around. Yeah, everywhere Almost around. like... It's in the desert, points. isn't it? Yeah, and it's... Well, you sort of get to glimpse of it a bit mm. later on as in what is... Um, what they actually there for, because they mm. sort of... there's. Time is the big key here. There's, they, they seem to be holding together different time loops. Yeah. And that's I where the, that's sci- where that's where the sci-fi sort of element yeah. really comes in. Mm. And you say, okay, they, they're, they're in these time loops. You sort of can deal with that. And you can see that it's all that little blurriness. Yeah. So different. And then somebody explains it. I can't remember what his name was, Mike or something like that. Explains that different time loops have different levels of time. Mm. So his loop was probably only about like, Ten minutes long, they had to kept on killing himself before yeah. this thing came and wherever it was. And yeah, that's the that character whole... was, was 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 quite good, I thought. Yeah, yeah. And he meets. Is that the guy that he met at the cabin? 
Uh, yeah, the one who's sort of stomping around the yeah. place. Yeah, like, because first of all, you meet him, he's not say, he doesn't say a word, does he? He just storms by and he goes, hey, hey, and he doesn't turn around. And he just stomps off and then he loses, he just can't find him again. When he does finally talk to him, he's obviously a bit blue. Well, he's tapped. Because he's, he's been stuck in this kind of, like, time loop. Yeah, and you can't get out of it. And that's when, again, you're right, it's a bit lost yeah. sort of style and stuff. And Because you, you see him hung in a um, in the cabin, the shack, but then yeah. he comes up behind and it's like what's going on so he's killed himself but he's not and it's like he just wants to stop doing this loop and he's yeah. not in the cult but he's still because he, he lives in the area yeah, he yeah. can't escape it yeah that's right and he gives him a map and they have to go to another well, no he, he gives him a map because he wants a gun yeah to see if that works finish it and then he doesn't have to be stuck in this time loop yeah but he goes to this other time loop and there's these two guys yeah. one of them's from one of them if I remember rightly I haven't seen the movie mm. it's from is it called Resolution? oh right okay so the uh, one of the characters and I don't know if it's, it's called Mike I don't know what his name is if I remember but um, him and this other guy is trying to get off like a dr- drugs or whatever he's t- like handcuffed and they're okay. all talking really weird and he suddenly burns the house yeah. to go and sets himself on fire because they've got because they don't want to be killed by this thing that you don't really see and they want to do it their way Hmm. and I want to talk about the best bit my my favourite bit of the movie Hmm. that old dude in the tent yeah because he comes is it Aaron or is Justin which one comes across the tent I think it's it's the the younger one Aaron Aaron, yeah he comes across a tent doesn't he it looks like a it's an old style tent from kind of would you say old That's days with like a, like it's got a cuckoo clock outside it? Nine, like I want to put 19, like 1800s. Yeah, I say like some, I, I, I don't know, it looks like a long time ago. Yeah, it? and then the, he and looks, he's in sepia. Yeah, <laughs> and you kind of and all you hear is this music, like a gramophone going starting up and then stopping. It's really weird, and it keeps doing the same kind of loop on the gramophone. It's about a thirty-second time yeah, thing on the that. clock. You see, it yeah. just tick, tick. And, and it's like it's stuck. The clock is stuck on yeah. that time loop. And but then he, obviously he looks through. And then he gets... Um, I don't know what happens. He, if there's he gets, a guy in there, right? He's a guy in there. And he looks through and his guy's there. Just gets off of his chair, walks over to this thing. Gets off of his chair, walks through to this thing every 30 seconds. And he do, he's obviously... You sort of hear the noise, don't you? You know, mm-hmm. like, something's killing him. or he's. It sounds like he's running into a something's blender or something like yeah. that. I don't know what's going on. But and then he sort of runs at Aaron and the but he sees Aaron doesn't he? Like he sees him. He sees him and he says you can't do anything. Yeah. And then you think what? And he's like, obviously he's saying you can't do anything. You can't stop it. Yeah. Or whatever it is. And then suddenly he just gets up and it explodes and blood just goes all yeah. over the tent. Which is cool. And then Aaron just like craps himself and kind of runs off. Um, but this is the thing. This is the thing about the film. It's just like it. You can make you, you can make up whatever you will at this point. Yeah. But it's kind of like, what well, do they have to tell you these answers? Is this for you to make up your own mind and speculate and talk about? And that's what I kind of liked at this stage. I was like, what is it? What are these answers? Is it going to answer this? Is this film going to answer my question? Is it going to give me the, everything at the end? Yeah, are you right there? And it doesn't, and you do have to kind of, I do. I was out there scratching my head afterwards, but I, I knew that I, I, was, I definitely enjoyed it. There was one other thing we haven't mentioned yet, um, and that was the fact that this thing, whoever it is, 
is watching all of them, so all of these yeah. people. And it sends the weirdest thing. I don't understand this. And it sends some messages through uh, different Formats. forms of media. Yeah. So, so it's can, like a, it could be a VCR video. Yeah. It could be, it could be like a tiny little camcorder video or just all different types of like Betamax videos. Yeah, and at one stage I was really thought I'd solved the movie. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I Why thought, did you think that? Because um, they kind of they kind of mentioned that or that um, Justin wanted to be leader of the cult at one stage and mm-hmm. they was miffed. And I was like, okay, they kind of not... So why have they told that? And then I was like, then he's also interested, he was also really good at photography. I was like, okay. Because they do mention that a couple of times. Yeah. And I'm like, so is he... Photos. I'm like, somehow is he the thing? Is he... Oh, and I thought that's a really good so analogy. Is, is, is he, he sending the them the mail from yeah. whatever is he turned into? But it doesn't really pan out that way, but it doesn't mean... Is he, because there's a bit as well where... Um, Aaron goes out and looks up and then somebody takes a photo of him yeah and then he gets a photo and then like th- that kind of makes sense to what you just said that's so I don't know but they've done Resolution as a short story and they've done The Endless Now as a full movie yeah have they got their own sort of mini universe are they yeah. going to do another one that kind of does it who knows yeah because there's also another thing we didn't talk about there's on the hill there's this this kind of hut and it's got this biggest padlock. I don't know why I have to be that way, but the biggest padlock with chains. Yeah. This is where I thought I got part of the movie. I don't get it right. I didn't think I solved anything or worked out anything. But to me in that hut, I thought, I thought, are they in a parallel universe where it's like double of everything or something? Because you know, there's like two moons. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought, that was well, maybe a really good shot. That was really beautifully shot. Yeah. Maybe they're in two, there's two of everything. So I thought, possibly, somehow this was connect, going to connect, that in that locked room was going to be them, both the brothers, oh, right. locked away. But I thought Ooh. that their parallel people, their parallel other self, had got away from the cult, but they kept their actual selves in the hut. So they were going to open it up and they were going to find themselves. Okay, that would be like, interesting. Like, like everything was double, because it reminded me of this film... I can't remember what it's called, but um, I think it's called Another World. Right. Uh, I'll have to lend it to you because it's amazing. And it's, it's, I don't want to spoil it, but it's about um, possible finding another world that's, that's mirrored. So in another world, there be, might be another you. Right. Okay. But it reminded me of that a little bit. Um, but that's I thought I'd come up with the right idea, but then obviously they smash it open and they find absolutely loads of different formats of, Media again, like, again, like it's going back, they had, they all, endless all had, amount of media. Yes, yes the end. <laughs> had lots of dates on, like going back throughout the years and stuff. Like you just don't know how long people have been alive, and that that's what leads me perfectly back to what you were touching on earlier about the the girl that was a seamstress that fancies um, Aaron. Well, Aaron, we, what, supposedly we think he Justin back. Just his brother Justin has a bit of banter with him, saying that she's a she's a bit of she's a pedo. Um, because that she even when she was actually looking after him as a ch- when he was a child, but she hasn't really aged, and now she he's back, and sort of holding hands, and there's something weird, and mm. so yeah, there's something weird. So should we talk about a bit about kind of like what what happens kind of at the end? So oh no, let's not let's let's leave it for the okay. internet now. <laughs> <laughs> um, because that again, it's really strange. It's like so basically. The whole reason they go 
to this cult is because they think that they're all going to kill themselves. Yeah. And then they get there and obviously they're still alive. And then it's all leading up to, well, they're still alive. They haven't killed themselves. And then at the end of the film, you kind of see all of the cult come out, don't you, into a big circle. Yeah. And like we said a minute ago, you had this... um these two chaps who set themselves on fire. You had this other guy who wants to shoot himself in the head with a gun to escape whatever is there. And you had this other guy who looks like he's running into a blender. These, and they, they kept on saying, I want to avoid whatever. I don't want to, like, I want to do it my way. I want yeah. to end it my way. Whereas the people in the camp, mm-hmm. Camp Arcadia, seem to want to embrace. Embrace it, totally. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They, 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 they're all for it. They, they think... I don't know whether they think this is some kind of is some kind of alien god or, yeah. or whatever or something to, that's going to be good for them in the outcome. I don't know, but but the budget doesn't allow for us to see lots of gruesome deaths, <laughs> so they make a really cool use of uh, noise and they um, and reaction from and Aaron, just Aaron get, and Justin. They can't just get torched in there in this big. I, I, think, they, I think they get disintegrate. I think they get smushed. Yeah. When I said blender, I what I. Uh, it reminded me of the smoke monster in Lost. Mm, a little bit, yeah. It looked, uh, it's a grammar. I think it just comes down like a blender. Because there's a couple of, and just like, I don't know, disintegrates them. Yeah, like into nothing. Into like. literally pulp. Yeah. And then, and then, not, then later on, uh, earlier on in the film, somebody tells them if you, if this thing comes after you, just run. Mm. And then, I really like this scene where they're trying to run away and start, the brothers are trying to run away from whatever this, thing is and they're pushing the car yeah and yeah, i love yeah. that shot where they're kind of looking through the car doors at each yeah other and that was good pushing the door and and again the effects are really good and and i, I really like that bit and then they kind of get the car started and they're getting the car and then d- do they get away well this is what i was gonna ask you or do they just go back again i have no idea because when at the, when they go down that road to get out isn't that the road they came in and when they look both ways it looks the same yeah so I don't know what's going on. So are they on. just going back? I think, and my theory is yeah, that they haven't escaped right. and they're in their own loop, but it's a longer loop. Right. So they're in like a 10-year loop. So then they go back. And that's, and my, back. That's, that, that's my only thing I can throw no, 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 that's So that's the right. thing. So everyone else is in there. Yeah. And I think this, the, that guy got a like, five-second loop. And yeah, like, and then they're all know, different. They're yeah, all yeah. different times. And I think they've got the longest time loop. Possibly. That's that's all I got there in terms of trying to explain but it. This might to the listeners, this might sound like absolute mishmash of, of us saying <laughs> it, but hopefully you've gone and watched it and come back and listened to this and you'll kinda of get what we're talking about. Because it is one of those films where you've got to listen to it um, and you've got to be fully involved in it. Uh and then come back and obviously listen to this because yeah. it, it'll make a hell of a lot more sense, I think. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, the music's the the soundtrack. Oh, the score's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, really I really good. like that. Yeah, to look for it at the endless. That's, yeah, that's, um, that's our That's our review. So, should we uh, rate it now, I suppose? Should we rate it? Um, it yeah. Well, I'm going to give it a seven. Seven mm-hmm. out of ten. I'm, I'm gonna, do you know what? I, I totally hats off to him on this one because it completely, completely, like, got me totally involved. Um, it's, it's not the the biggest genre of to- like of, of kind of that that I like. Yeah. So, but on the on the on the whole of it, I, I think I give it a seven as well. Sweet. Because it kept it kept me properly entertained. I would definitely recommend people to go and get it or or um, get it off of um, pay for it off of streaming or whatever. 
um, because whatever way you get it, I think you should watch it because it's definitely a recommendation. Yeah. Um, and you've got to remember on on what it, the budget. I, I'm not entirely sure what the budget, but I know it's low. And these guys are good at doing that sort of stuff. I didn't, but, yeah, okay, I didn't write that down, so I didn't write the budget down. I did, I did look, but I can't find anywhere okay. that what budget it was. I'm sure if I dig deeper, you can find it somewhere, but hats off to them, uh, you know, fantastic job. I, I can imagine these guys would be the sort of guys that Hollywood or whoever will be chucking money at to go yeah. make this, make this. Uh, we'll, see, we'll, see, we'll see them again. You'll see, you'll see these guys' yeah. names up there. And they'll be, you know, you know, we'll see what happens with them. But I think they'll they'll come back one day with something strong, and they'll be really, really good. But yeah, I, I thought it was really good. So, we draw one last breath. Seven out of ten for the endless. Yes. So we've got to talk about next episode's um, watch. Yeah, um, we really, we don't really think good. there's anything anything that great at the cinema at the moment. So we're going to go for a straight to DVD um, that we've seen. Um, called Mom and Dad. Starring Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I ain't going to say anything. You can go away and have a look what the synopsis is, but I, I, I checked the trailer. I, I don't think I'm going to bother. I think I'm just going to go in. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Black comedy. Black horror comedy. I'm yeah. all for it. That's yeah. it. So that's what we're yeah. watching um, next episode. So it's Mom and Dad. Okay, so moving on to um, something to scream about. Um this week we're talking about what well, I pulled it out of the bucket, didn't yeah. I? And um, it was goriest moment in horror. Some cat will leave you dead and won't know what he did Cause what goes on inside his head says it's okay to cut up kids Inside his crib you'll find somebody's ribs Catch a meeting a victim rocking a pair of bloody lips The doctor that you go to on the low is loco He be killing patients with sedation so they'll croak slow If someone gets suspicious he ditches emissions to a new town And when he visits there'll be more victims I'm gonna let you start this off Yeah Interesting <laughs> Well I, I struggle with this one a little bit because obviously the content out there is absolutely loads of it. Yeah, so, I mean, we're both massive gore fans. Yeah, so, so I mean, I was looking at, I'm not going to lie, I, looked at, I was looking at um, YouTube, I was looking at, like, online. I was just, just to kind of, like, kind of remember bits because obviously I've, we've both seen horror films for, like, decades now. Yeah. So we were, like... Yeah, it's a lot of content to look for. I had to do the same. I had to re- yeah. the ones that I had in my mind. I had to re- I had to rewatch. So. so what I have gone with, I've gone something um, personal for me, okay, and groundbreaking to me, and then I've also gone with one that I think is like out and out kind of gore, okay, and again that is to me is kind of like not comedic, but but. A lot of gore that looks good because you know, obviously, we're massive fans of pra- practical effects and stuff. Yeah. So I'll just go on to my first pick. Yeah. Um, it had to be Alien for me. Alien. Yeah, it had to be the chest burst. Oh, okay. It, it's just like one of those scenes that I watched when I was young, and to me, it was just like this scene is like a game changer, <laughs> a massive game changer. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah. So. You've got, um, obviously, one of the um, guys has got impregnated by a face hugger. <laughs> the, the face hugger comes off and he's led on the slab. And 
um, Sigourney's obviously Sigourney Weaver's there and all the other uh, crewmates and, and suddenly the guy starts convulsing and you think what's going on here and you think what, what the how what the how and then literally out of his chest comes a little screaming alien <coughs> and kind of like scuttles off <laughs> and you think what the hell did I just watch but it's like it's like you didn't even know that that was coming you just thought, oh, right, obviously he's being impregnated. But, you know, you, you just think, what the hell did you see? And yeah. I was like, when I watched it, I was just like so shocked that to see something like that. Because I'd never seen something like, literally burst out some some one. Maybe something burst out of an animal or something like that. You'd never like out of someone's human's chest and it looks so real. So that that's my first pick, but... Something that really interests me about this, because I've done a little bit of research on it and, and talked about it. Well, t- to be honest, I knew all this anyway, because I, I read Empire magazine. Oh, I think I know I'm, what you're going to say. I'm a massive on. alien fan. They None of the actors knew that that yeah. was going to happen. I re- I, I've read that too. Yeah, it's, a ma- it's like that, that was the biggest thing, kind of like, that was awesome. So the reactions you got out of them, got out of the actors, that was true, that was real. So apparently they all they all got told they're going to do a scene. Um, you're going to come in. It's, you know, Mate Roy's going to be led on the slab. Um, John Hurt, obviously, the late John Hurt. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you just go. We're going to roll, and this is a script. That they didn't get told anything else. And literally, they thought it was really weird because they took ages to prep this room, and they're like, "God, we've been here for hours." And like. <laughs> Uh, and, and Henry D. Morgan again, God rest his soul apparently he's just there playing the guitar waiting going oh whatever let's just wait to go down and then anyway they get the call to come down and they go into the room and all the camera guys and and kind of all the, the director they're, they're all in their kind of like raincoats <laughs> they, they, they should have seen it coming yeah and, and apparently all they have was like from the neck from the neck up was John Hurt's kind of just head and the rest was prosthetic like chest cavity oh wow and they just filled it up with real organs and real blood and everything and rolled it bang straight out blood he alien comes out blood everywhere yeah it goes on all of them doesn't everywhere it? yeah and um because and, whose yeah. reaction was best from that who's the woman in it not sigourney weaver the one with the short hair it was uh lambert yeah yeah, her reaction she, is just brilliant. Yeah, she hands like, on face, screaming. Yeah, Veronica Car- Cartwright. I met right. her uh, at, at London Film and Comic Con once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically the blood splurts on her, and apparently she passes out after the scene in real life. <laughs> she passed out, and it was because she didn't know it was going to happen. And it's just the blood just split went across her face, and she just so they stopped rolling. She just passed out. But apparently the smell they said that the actors said the smell was horrible because it was all like rotten organs and blood yeah. uh, and it was gross but uh, Alien as a whole like again it's like so gory um, and, the, and the deaths are cool uh, I, but I had to pick it man it's, yeah, like, it's, great it's one of those one of those scenes that I'm like it's got to be done cool so what, what you, what's your first pick? Um, well my first pick is quite personal to me I watched this film when I was about 12 it was again which talk, shouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't have done. Definitely shouldn't have done because it scared that absolute shit out of me. Um, how did you get? How did you get onto watching it? 
we it's a sleepover. Oh, so right, it was okay. one of those ones we picked. You know, we you, we're a bunch of it was Brandon's so birthday. Being a, a bad mummy. No, so <laughs> I was his mummy being a bad mummy, and um, we were all this like group of you know group of boys wanting to watch a scary movie. All eating pizza in the <laughs> we all had the lights off as well. We were watching Prop Dark. Oh yeah. And um, oh my god, this movie! I I had to leave. I left at this point, um, and, and it took me a few years to rewatch it. You were uh, left at this point. At this point, I was a, I was oh. a little crybaby, and I had to. It scared me so much, and the gore is so real and visceral that um, I had to leave the room because it just. It, okay. I'm a little pussy. I don't care. But yeah, <laughs> still on now. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's the the Hellraiser, like um, the first Hellraiser movie. It's the the rebirth scene. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty full on. What happens in it is like this guy comes into into the room I think they're buying the house uh, or they've just moved in and he cuts his thumb I think or a finger on a on a nail mm-hmm. and then blood drips on the floor and they go out and he started start seeing the floorboards rattle and then all this ooze starts coming up through the floorboards and then um, I think is like this weird little spiny gooey thing starts forming <laughs> and you're like what I reckon is it arms, is it legs? And I kept on looking at it again when I watched it this week, and I'm like, "What is it? Is it is that is that like spine? Is it a foot? What what is going on?" And then it's like the head starts forming, and the spine goes onto the head, and it's all just like it's just what it's just watching a like human being um made from like the flesh out mm. and it's just dripping with sinew i don't know i haven't read i must admit i haven't read anything of how they did it no. or how these did these practical effects i just was just in awe of the fact how gross it actually is yeah, yeah. and um pretty graphic it is really graphic and he comes up and he, he eventually he's like his, his face and his brain and everything's just like like reforming and he ends up being, he doesn't get all the way. So he ends up becoming this oh, little, like, yeah, yeah. Just, this he little bit. He kind of stops, doesn't he? And he's yeah, like, and he's yeah. got to get more blood. And that's the movie about him getting back to, because um, it's a pretty gross movie. It's kind of movies. weird when you think about it, because normally it's the other way around, where they get all de- like decayed and they're a monster. But this way, it kind of goes back. It kind of gets, yeah. as the film goes on, it gets better. Yeah. Because it's not as scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I think the little, the weird bit is when, she comes into the room, who's the one who's going to help him eventually, I can't remember her name, um, and he sort of shoves over like half a little weird <laughs> yeah, baby thing. Yeah. So so like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. But oh, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's yeah. gross. It's, even today, it's just proper gross. That's so yeah, that's um, great pick. That's my, fir- my, my first pick. So my second pick is 2006 movie. Right. And it's Hatchet. Hatchet? Yeah. So Victor Crowley. This is a proper gore fest. Um, <laughs> you and you you introduced me to this movie. The, the thing is, this is this is the <laughs> thing about this movie is um they're the they made it like so it's a total homage to all the kind of like picks, like classic picks like Jason. Yeah. And Michael Myers and all the, the slasher films and stuff like But I liked it because it brought back the old school in 2006, brought it back a bit. 
so it's like this guy Bid Crowley is obviously like all like disformed and messed up and mm. stuff and the the scene I'm going to talk about there's several scenes but <laughs> there's literally one scene in the film where he Victor Crowley this big massive deformed guy with a little bit of hair and dungarees and a massive axe literally like busts out of this kind of cabin just screaming like with his axe and grabs this poor old guy and just hacks him literally hatcheting him with an axe it's a double ended the double ended like, thing yeah like literally into his shoulder and you see his arm literally coming off not just coming <laughs> off but being hacked off and the effects are just insane yeah. I mean I'm not a massive like massive massive ultra gore like for gore's sake but this is just like oh my god it looks so real like don't know how they did it and literally and not only that after that he goes after the guy's wife grabs her by like puts his hands like he probably puts his hands in her like mouth right and then like splits her head open I remember that it's disgusting it is disgusting it's crazy. it is gross it's great but <laughs> it's a great movie. It's got brilliant one-liners in it, and and it has you know, Robert Eamon gets like completely annihilated. Yeah. But there's so many kills as well. Well, so many kills. There's, there's apparently because I saw a YouTube video about it, there's 13 kills in 83 minutes. Kills per minute are 0.1, 0.157 kills. That's a lot for a first movie. Yeah, exactly. You think about what we watched on um, Nightmare on Elm Street, which yeah. is following that tonight. There's in the first movie. There's like. Three, three deaths. This is, and each, each, literally, you've got axe killings, ripped heads apart. <laughs> you've got some guy gets his head twisted right off. Another guy gets his head shoveled off. Um, like literally, um, and the, the, one of the funniest bits to me is when he, when Victor Crowley's running after one of the guys, he literally picks up bits that he's just chopped off of people. And he starts lobbing <laughs> this guy. I've never seen that before. But yeah, it's it's just like full. I would love to know how much blood and organs and stuff was in that film because hats off to him. And there's been what another like there's four. Yeah, there's, there's the last one's just. I haven't seen the newest one. No, the latest one's just called Victor Crowley, not yeah. Hatchet Four. I think it's called Victor Crowley because um, uh, who, who who is like the other podcast I listen to? Tell him Steve Day. Yeah, Brian. Uh, that's Brian bad, Quinn? isn't it? Brian Quinn's in it. Yeah, and that's why I was, oh, is it? I'm desperate to see it. I Brian, really want to see it. Brian Quinn's in it because I don't think. Yeah, I don't think the third one was the same director, but they did somebody. I think somebody brought the franchise possibly after them. I don't know, but this fourth one is is the back on it because it's so. the same guy who plays Victor Crowley in every single one. Yeah, oh, it's God. Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. Yeah, yeah that's it. No, seriously, like, cool thing. I really That's a great. It's a it's a it's a great yeah. pick. Proper proper dismemberment. Yeah, what you've gone yeah. through there. So talking about dismemberment. Yeah, I'll go for my second pick, which um is Peter Jackson's Brain Dead. Oh mate, the That's law. Really I mean, the, oh god, and the lawnmower scene is what I've gone for. Yeah, I mean it's it's disgusting. <laughs> it's. It's great, but it's just there's so much. There's so much pulp. I mean, the the scene is basically the zombies have like, or what, yeah, yeah, zombies like invaded a house and they're kicking this um, half a head round <laughs> as well. They're shuffling around. They're about to get these the two women, 
and he comes in. He's got a um, lawn, like an old school lawnmower, like a ta- like tied around his um, head, and he just comes in and he just goes to town. Kind of like, you can't like make a, a like a makeshift kind of like like killing machine. Yeah, he's, yeah. But all he's done is put a bit of string, yeah, or, or rope or something round his neck, and then just like turned on the lawnmower and just starts driving it through the zombies. And he does it in a straight line to start yeah, with. Right. And then it's sort of really funny for shock because Peter Jackson's ace at shooting, shooting. But he sort of and he does a straight line and he's killed those on me with all this blood and I've never seen gun. so much blood. It's, 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 <laughs> I've got a bit of you'll love this I've got some facts in a minute. Yeah. But um, yeah and he starts just going town it's, it's so slow paced <laughs> uh, Oh yeah like, the sound effects Yeah the sound like, effects as well. They're it's, proper good though aren't they? Oh Christ. But it's just so so much there's yeah, so yeah. much blood <laughs> and he's just dripping in it and he's like spinning his norma around and taking off more arms and limbs and there's another it pops what I've seen with the women with his head and she puts it in a blender and starts getting rid of all the limbs that he's taken off and starts putting him in a blender making more pulp it's just nuts it's like about three and a half minutes of just absolute crazy blood and I mean 300 litres Fake blood was used in the final scene. This is the final scene of the movie, the Law Mercy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. 300 litres of fake blood. It's been a while since I've watched it, but yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of limbs is. flying around. The mo- this is brilliant, you'll love this. During that Law Mercy scene, movie blood was pumped at five gallons per second. Oh my god. It was just constant. <laughs> it was just nuts. Um, this is a great one. The BB, the BBFC loved the film and found the gore so comical and inoffensive that they seriously considered granting it a 15 certificate. In the end, they determined that the sheer quantity of gore would confound expectations at 15 and therefore rated it 18. So it almost got a 15. That would have been ridiculous because the amount of blood in it is just, it's horrendous. I've never seen anything like it and I don't, I think there's an, we watched a movie a while ago called Boy, Boy Eats Girl. Yeah. Um, which is from Mamba. And um, there's a similar scene with Combine. It's a combine film, though. It's movie, it's yeah. like combine Harvester scene. Yeah, yeah. I and that. I thought that as soon as, I, as soon as I saw that scene, I was yeah. thinking they've just. They've lifted just, it all, paid homage. Yeah, to paid it, homage yeah. to that Lorma scene, but you just can't beat it as far as I'm concerned. It really is incredible. Classic. Yeah. Classic. So that's my second pick. So, um, oh, yeah, that's it, great. Then. Yes, I'm going to pick another one from well, the next time. Actually, this yes. this week I um we've got some. Uh, I put the question out on our so on our Facebook page. Oh, cool! Oh, yeah, of course you did. Yeah, and um, we've got a few um, few a few little few like, people. So I'm going to read out a few um a few of the people who listened to it or have um, responded to that. So we got our Geordie Paul again. Um, said the uh, severed head blowjob scene <laughs> on Switchblade Romance. <laughs> That's messed up. Really. Trust him to pick that. Amazing. Um, we've got Stephen Johnson. He's on Make Them Work. Um, the ch- is agreed with you. The chestbuster um, scene from Aliens. He's agreed with you. Um, Carl Pleasant. The, basically, the guy getting split in half in Bonehawk Tomahawk. Oh, that is brutal. Bonehawk Tomahawk? Yeah, it's, it's pretty, yeah. pretty gruesome, that That's part. That's gross. Like, you can even see, like, I think it looks, big shit even comes out of it. It looks too real. It yeah. looks too real. It does look too real. 
Um, then Wesley Shaw, um, Johnny Depp's death on a Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, we yeah. talked about a couple oh, a couple weeks ago. Classic. The amount of blood in that is nuts as well. And then um, lastly, uh, Richard Harris. I love this. Uh, man jumping in a woodshedder in Tucker, um, at, uh, Tucker and Dale versus yeah. Evil. <laughs> and then obviously there's Not a. He says, or a man impaling himself on a branch while running away in Tucker and Tail versus <laughs> Evil. Brilliant. He did say That's well, or event, the whole of Event Horizon, which is fair enough. That's fair. Yeah, that is pretty good That is pretty messed up. But it was nice to have some, uh, like, interaction yeah, yeah, on definitely. social media. So we'll have more of that for the Absolutely. next one, please. Anybody, just get in touch. We'll, we'll say where you can get in touch at the end, but seriously don't be afraid just whatever just get involved because we'd love to read out some more some more mentions and stuff it'd be really cool so you're drawing from the bucket aren't you yeah i've got a little bucket Woo! here the soap is a good one yeah so i don't even know what's in there so let's have a look <laughs> and there we go oh my god this is literally impossible <laughs> okay favorite 80s horror Oh, <laughs> so we is that is that? What do you want to do? Like, top, do you want to do top three or top two? Favorite eighties horror movie. So is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Horror movie. Yeah. Oh my god. So what what do you want to do with this? When you do top three, or do you want to do just go for one and talk about that? Let's just go for one. Oh, okay, that's good. Fucking really angry bastard. Let's just go for one. All right. Okay. Let's make it difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Narrow it down to one. Cool. So right, that's okay. good. We've got that pick. So, shall we move on to the next segment? I'm going to hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. Storm's been hitting us hard now for 48 hours. We still have nothing to go on. Nobody trusts anybody now. Oh my god. So it's John Carpenter's The Thing, 1982. Absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I've seen this movie, you know, a lot. Yeah, same. same. And um, I could quite happily watch it again, even though I watched it again this week. So I could quite happily watch it again. I mean, it's probably got the, um, it probably sets the gold standard for, pre for practical effects. Yeah, it's the best of the best. I think it's just some of it is just absolutely incredible. Mm. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna spoil this, but oh, come on, you've got to watch the thing. If you haven't watched it by now, then well, definitely you, switch off and go, yeah, watch yeah, it. go and watch this People movie. Mental, um, so I'll start. Do you want I'll start with the way the move to the movie starts? Yeah, I'm good for me. Yeah, yeah, the movie starts like beautifully with um, great little. Great little um, soundtrack. Um, the new is sort of similar to the old um, Jaws. It's just got that heartbeat sort of mm. monitor um, tone to it. And all it is is a helicopter. We see a helicopter following um, a, a dog. Probably one of the well-acted dogs I've ever seen. Mm. Um, and we're just shooting it. And all we see is it just this helicopter following it for a while. You know, you don't know what's going on. Why are they shooting at this um, uh, sled dog? Can I just add, it's probably the worst shot ever. These got to be the, la the worst shot people. They're like, oh yeah, can shoot for shit. Fetic. And they got a sniper rifle. <laughs> Why in the ground? They like they're right next to it and they still miss it. I tell you what, actually, before we go on, press me. 
the title sequence. Mm. I forgot about it. I don't know why. Title sequence is incredible when the thing comes up. Mm-hmm. That's probably, that's how you do it. Little spaceship comes in, and it's just the way the thing comes onto the screen. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's absolutely stunning. Proper for set, set the standard. Yeah, in it, definitely. Know, starts of um, horror or sci-fi yeah, and, movies. And you don't get any introduction to what's going on. Mm. That's the beautiful thing don't about this it. movie. You don't need yeah. it. It's just helicopter goes. Um, it's it's the the sort of dog is like comes to another camp. Um, in an, in an, they're in Antarctica. That's what you you know you get to know. There's just yeah, a lot of snow around. Something like that, yeah. And it's sort of the dogs just sort of goes by the rest of these people, these other these other people at the um, we found station. Out the, yeah, these met like a station, and it's like the Americans, the and then these um, two helicopter, these two people get off the helicopter and start shooting at them. They're like they're like Swiss, aren't they? No, they're Norwegian. Norwegian, yeah, that's, that's one of the questions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're Norwegian. Um, and uh, they sort of shoot and miss, and then again, of, again, the worst pilots ever. <laughs> and they drop the thermite, they drop they, an so explosive, they've got like an explosive. Yeah, they're trying to chuck up the, and they're like obviously trying to kill this dog. And the guy just goes like that, drops it, and, he and they start it. and realizes he drops it, and then run. I'm like, where were these guys from? I know it's just clown. <laughs> they, the Americans got no respect for the Norwegians <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> But yeah, so they blow up, they die. So you don't really get to find out why they were shooting at it. They're yeah. dead now, so they got. This well, the what the one of the pilot gets blown up, and the other guy's running towards him and shoots one of them in the leg, doesn't he? Yeah, and he gets shot by Gary. And then, yeah, and then that old guy just shoots him dead on in the face. Yeah, good shot. He was, good, yeah. he was a good shot. He was really good, wasn't he? Um, all the way out there, smash the window, bang, dead. Yeah, and then you're introduced to the, uh, our hero, supposedly. Hero in every the, movie. The hero. The hero. The man. The man. The Kurt, Kurt Russell. Oh, and he plays um he plays Mac or McCready. McCready. Yeah. McCready and he's a helicopter pilot. Um they get well, look, I've got to say, man, two things before you go on. Yeah. The beard game on him, amazing. And that hat he wears when he drives the helicopter. <laughs> Sorry, drives, flies the helicopter. It's amazing that. Yeah. It's like, like a, a cowboy sombrero hat. Cow- is it a cowboy hat? Sombrero. It's fucking brilliant. I love it. Because I mean, he, he makes a suggestion, someone suggests to go and um, investigate um, the Nor- the Norway Norwegian's um, centre. Base camp. Base camp. So they, go, yeah. they go for a little trip. Um, him, Blair, and uh, I don't know, I can't remember all names. their bloody names. <laughs> um, but they go, they go and have a look at the, um, the Norwegians. They're having a look through and they can see that it's been Burnt to a crisp, definitely. Yeah. So it's obviously whatever happened has just happened, um, and there's still smouldering remains. That's when, they, and that's when they discover. So there's two things they discover there. One is um, the smouldering remains of something. Mm. Something they. It's just a a, a mess of. Yeah. You know, I, you don't really get the good thing about it is you don't you only get to like partially see it at that point. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is that? And it's like. Okay, is that two bodies smushed? You just don't know. Mm. And they go through the compound and they have a look and they find that um, like an ice cap, like a block of ice, don't they, as mm. well? So something's come out of the ice. You've got us making these assumptions. Right? No, something's not right. They're obviously doing it for a reason, whatever they were. It's cool as fuck. And then they bugger off back with the charred remains and do a bit of an autopsy mm. on it, um, which they find all the organs to be fine. But the only thing to be wrong is the fact that this thing is just deformed I guess is the best way to put it yeah it's definitely not 
it's got human-like elements to it, but it's just all messed up. Yeah, I mean, they, you they've see never the seen something like it. And it's like, it's like, two, yeah, like I said, two heads all like mushed. And it's that classic. Oh. It is the classic. Um, you've seen those two heads sort of in loads of posters and stuff like that, mm. where they're just sort of smushed together. And it's just so, special effects just outstanding. It's weird, isn't it, how real it looks when they're like doing the autopsy and breaking bits off of it. It looks so real. Yeah. That's that's just a weird thing about that. We're talking about gory bits, but yeah, we've got that. Um, what, what what do you think? What do you think? You carry on the story. Oh, so, so yeah. So basically, they they bring it back, don't they? Um, and what what happened next? Oh, that's it. The the dog. Obviously, the dog. They still got the the dog there, haven't they? The, yeah. That was running from the Norwegians, and they think nothing of it, and they're just like, oh, whatever. And um, you just let it run around for a Yeah, day. he's running around and then like the the one of the guys, the dog handler, is there and he goes, God damn it, put that dog away. So he, he takes it down to go and take it down to the other dogs that are obviously away in the cage. So he puts it in there. But what leads me on to what you were saying earlier, that dog just walks in that cage <laughs> and literally stands there while all these other dogs are there and it stares anything in it. it like, looks- how, they, how did they train that dog to do that? Just looks weird. The dog looks I'm like it's. My, you need to train your yeah. dog. Yeah, my dog. Yeah, the, the dog looks like it's not a dog. It looks like a dog, but you know that there's something not right about this dog. The way it's behaving, yeah. it's behaving completely different. Yeah, isn't it? but it's weird. And then, and then, yeah, and then basically, um, all these dogs are kind of cowering away from it. Like, yeah, what the fuck? You tell us what happens in this bloody dog cage, mate. Some of the like for that time, what nineteen eighty two? Nineteen eighty two. Like how this got done, the effects and everything. So the dog just literally, kind of, what his head kind of opens up. Oh, yeah. And then and then it's just like all these tentacles come out, and yeah. then it's kind of like again, obviously, what Stranger Things have paid homage to the, the, the demi, kind of, yeah. like the, the kind of like almost like a flower type thing and teeth. And tentacles flying everywhere, and literally trying to get the other dogs and whatever it's trying to do, and and that's when the other guys come down, don't they? Because they hear all that kind of kerfuffle, if you would like, and and then they come down, and it's and it's kind of just doing its thing, and then and then it's, and then kind of this thing kind of jumps up, doesn't it? Kind of gets away. Yeah. And then you don't really see it, and then they they shoot it, and then they they torch it, yeah, they torch it, don't they? Yeah, they get um, Charles. Um, yeah. Charles, I get is uh, in it. Gets um, who's played by Keith Davids. I've got to talk about it. Keith Davids, the guy from They Live. Oh, mm. of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> so John Carpenter obviously likes you know likes his um, actors and stuff like that, and he sticks with them. I quite like that because obviously Kurt Russell's been in loads. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, he's got um, the torches. The, the torches. Torch, the thing. Whatever it is, it is. Dog type and thing. any other dogs that are in there, cause a couple of dogs scarpered. Yeah, it's sort of trying to looks like it's trying to like Mald it, amalgamate them. Yeah, like, like pull them in and, and manifest them or something. Yeah, it's explained. It's, it's explained a bit later that it's trying to imitate anything, and it's really. Do you know what I find? I find watching this movie, it's crap at its job. It's the thing. The thing that it is. The like well, the alien being. Mm. It's awful at like imitation. Not very subtle, is it? No. <laughs> it makes a lot of noise. It makes a lot of noise. It's got these weird, weird 
and screams every now and again. Yeah, it's not practical, is it? <laughs> no, but when it changes, I mean, the first human you see change, I think, I don't know, I'm going to... I want to be a proper fanboy. I think it's Bennings. Yeah, it's Bennings. You're right. Bennings. The ginger guy, isn't it? The yeah. Beard. And he... Looks he, like Richard from Guess Who. Yeah. <laughs> totally looks like Richard <laughs> He sort of runs out into snow and they chase him and he's like... They all surround him and he's sort of like... He does this... Like, he's got all his hands. Everything's, everything's... Everything's Bennings. Apart from his weird... Technical hands. But then he does that like thing like scanner type thing. Uh, where he kind of goes and screams and goes, yeah. and his mouth opens and it's wow freaky. Yeah, and then they burn his ass. The, but, the, but the best thing, like the one thing I liked about this bit, and it kind of runs through the film, is the the use of the flares and how they shoot that. I hope you're going to talk about that. It's just amazing, isn't it? Like Loved how it. that bit, they're just all in a circle and he's there with his hands. It's like, this it's was way before it's time. It just works. It way works before it's time. with the fact that the lighting, yeah. the snow... And just the, the the glare on these flares yeah. and the fact you can just see the sort of faces. And going, st- going back to the snow as well, it's like the fact that it's set in a completely remote, yeah. like you ain't going nowhere because you can't run away from what's happening because you're in the middle of absolutely <laughs> arse end of nowhere and you're just freezing there. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's another thing that's in the back of your mind, the element of you're on your they own. Ain't getting out of this. <laughs> yeah, you're on your own. You're with this thing. But yeah. like, so you, get, so you get that weird little... So he's just crap at transforming. Mm. Um, and then, like, I think one of them is they've sort of, like, it's gone a bit mental because he really, he's the, the one who's doing the autopsy and realised that... Because this is fucked up. The computer was telling you... Oh, I love this computer. The yeah, computer has, yeah. like, got the best AI that I think I've ever seen. But it's, <laughs> it's so clever because you think about it in, in 1982, obviously compared to now, when we're yeah. looking at that point of view. That, in 1982, was probably the most simple way of explaining, here's one Sal, here's another, this is what this thing's doing. They even changed the colour of it, didn't yeah. they? Make it like red, and then it goes around attaching it. So, it's, it's so clever. So you've got, the, yeah, you're right, you've got the sort of um, bottom line that this was like adapting itself from those small yeah. little cells, the little bitty cells. When you think about it. It's quite clever, but to us, yeah, these, if you were like a young kid of like 14 watching that, you'd be like, what is this? But back then, it'd be like, that was the height of technology. Oh, right? I, I thought, I, I agree with you, but like the fact that the computer was advanced <laughs> enough to write, all the write, write a sentence, it wrote like 75%, I think it's wrote 75% chance that um, somebody's infected in the, yeah. in the group. Like, how, how the hell did the computer yeah. do that? And, then it's and like, it was like 20, 27,000 hours if. Um, the organism gets to a uh, uh, populated area and uh, it'll wipe out Earth. And it's yeah. like... 78% chance of something like that. How did this computer know that? Well, there's everything there. It's a supercomputer. <laughs> this fucking mega it's computer. Advanced, it's advanced, mate. It's advanced technology. So he goes on and start, this guy, Blair, starts going around and starts... He goes a bit mental, doesn't he? He, he basically wants to stop all chances of this... He, he's, he's the ballsiest guy because he wants to stop all chances of this... Of thing getting out, so he's, he's like, not stupid. He wrecks the like, chopper, sod this shit, yeah. I'm smashing this crap up. And so, then, he, so he smashes all the, the computer that they're trying to like reach out, yeah, get, get like picked up or whatever. Smashes all the communication stuff, smashes the helicopter. So there's no way out, no, and, they, and they get they, they sort of um eventually sort of pin him down, don't they? And, and then like tie him up and put him in shack. 
Yeah, the, the I thought was weird because it's like, hang on a minute, they're going to put a man in this little shack. Is there any heating out there? Like, it's got <laughs> a bug in the shack. Yeah, there's yeah. a coat. I love the way they beat him up though first. They probably like lay into him. It's like, with the sound effects, like, pfft. Oh, the sound effects, yeah, just those <laughs> the cheesy punches. Absolutely then, brilliant. Yeah, they stick him in the cabin, there's your coat, and you can stay there, mate. But after Ben, yeah, so after Benning's gets done, they got this, you, you, this is the, I think the where this movie just moves on to an absolutely amazing part, the paranoia of like, who's, yeah. who's next, who's been infected. Yeah, but in between this, I think, I think in between this, we forgot uh, one of the most important parts, they decide to go out um, to investigate, don't they? And go and have a look to see where possibly this um, said whatever location where the Norwegians oh have been yeah trying to find. So they, they find the, they cut, they bring back a videotape, don't they? And they look yeah, at and they videotape. look at it and they go, "Oh, this is the location." So they go out and they have a look, and lo and behold, there's this massive, massive huge spaceship. spaceship. And then about this is really cool again, a beautiful shot of like pan back, and there's this, this perfect segment of the ice cut out yeah. where obviously it's referred back to to where this thing yeah. escapes. Yeah. So, yeah, and then we move on, obviously, the paranoia. So Pan, When the paranoia sets in, um, it's just too, it's just like, who's so affecting the creek? And everyone's blaming everyone, and no one really trusts anyone, then you get this it's room. like, you could be this thing, yeah. you could be this thing, you could be this thing, it's just like... And McCready's sort of our hero, I suppose, he, we even think that he's infected. Oh, yeah, you don't know. The weird thing is, is that they're, they're, this is really clever, like, I thought, as well, in the touch of the movie, is they're all kind of like... They've all kind of de- developed this like malnutrition because obviously they've been out there. All they've been doing is probably eating crap food and drinking alcohol, <clears throat> and they've all got like this. Pe- they've all they're all pasty complexions, yeah. so they all look kind of almost already alien-like. Yeah. So I thought that was really clever. So they obviously like specifically did that so they you couldn't tell who was who because they were all kind of like. They all kind of lose, lost sleep. They all look tired and malnutrition. And I thought that was just really, really clever. But once they think McCready's it, because they find like a torn bit of his shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. they find a shredded, yeah, so his they, name badge on, doesn't so they? they think that it's him. Yeah. And they don't want to let him back in. But he gets in anyway, because he's Kurt Russell. Of course, of course he's going to get And he starts threatening them with a... Um, Blowtorch and dynamite. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm going to fucking blow us all up, bitch. I am not infected. I'm going to blow us all up. I mean, like, you got this sort of cabin fever setting in, and it's just like, whoa. And then he, he wants um, he wants to find out who's being infected. So, yeah. so what does he do? He, he obviously gets their blood. Yeah, he goes, he tries to, he fills them up with morphine. Mm. And he, um, I don't know if you've seen it, but um, and he, he gets the person, he gets one person out, he tests it, he gets a bit of wire. That's right, yeah. And he burns it with his blowtorch, ready with dynamite. He's still threatening them all. They're all tied up. And he starts putting it in um, uh, their blood to see how it reacts to the heat. And it sort of does it to one, and he's like, oh, he's happy with him. So he gives him another blowtorch so he can watch over it. Mm. Uh, Windows, I think his name was. Top Windows. Windows. Poor Windows. <laughs> and then he does it to oh, Palmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Palmer, the stoner. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he puts it in Palmer's and it fucking darts everywhere. So this thing comes, like, pops out and almost goes, doesn't it? Yeah, like, out, out of the, the blood. blood. And then, you next thing you know, you miss it. 
Palmer starts convulsing, like we got got the we got the alien all the funniest over. Funniest thing is though, he's tied against the chair <coughs> with the others. Oh yeah, and they're like <laughs> shitting themselves. And he's just going. He starts turning into yeah. the thing, and he gets out, and he's then he literally his head opens, and he just chomps on windows. Yeah, and he's swinging him around. And he's still a, and the windows is still alive as well. This point. And you feel bad because he's like he's all right. He was okay. He was all right. It's his own fault because yeah. you know um, McCready goes. McCready's like burn him. He just fro- freezes up, doesn't he? Mm. He doesn't do anything. Fucking windows. Oh, windows. Oh, that's and then a great. He, well, windows gets torched because yeah, McCready torches windows. And saves him. Torches Palmer, mm. and then he starts testing the blood again. And he's getting. I think. Um, I can't remember if it's Lau, maybe. I can't remember if it's the cook on roller skates. Oh, yeah. He does, yeah. <laughs> he does him, and he's all right. And then he does um, Childs, and Charles is all right. And then he does... And you think, oh, is it Gary? Yeah. No, Gary's all right. It's real tense. So they're all... Four of them are not infected as far as their little blood test goes. That's fair at the end of that. I love it when he goes... like He's the last one to change his... Like, I don't want to be chained to this chair for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. He's all pissed off. Yeah, his little eyebrows are going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. Oh, man, I love it. Um, what have I wrote here? Always trust Cutter Russell. Yeah, always. <laughs> um, so what else has happened then? Then they go for the... Um, then they're trying to hunt down Blair, aren't they? Mm. And they go and fight, try and find Blair, and he's, like, escaped. He's not there. Yeah, but uh, was that is that... Is this before the... Is after the blood. Is this before the the chest um, CRP? Oh, we completely shit. missed that bit out, haven't we? The best... That's the best bit of the One movie. One of the best bits, yeah. Where so even before this blood happens, I suppose, before the paranoia happens, we get... One of them passes out, I can't he? remember who it is. Um, it's all like he's almost had a heart attack because he's been... He gets knocked over and he yeah. has a heart attack and you think, oh... Is, it, is he dead? And then this they is the lumber scene. him onto the into the medics kind of area. This scene exactly. is just like oh, it's the most talked about bit in um, in horror movies. It's just um, everyone. I mean, maybe I didn't. You know, everyone's seen the scene. It's like he goes to put the defibrillator in, and yeah. it goes through his chest, yeah. and the chest and the the chest his chest eats is this guy's it arm. Literally off. opens like it's a mouth, doesn't yeah. it? Like with these weird crystal kind of fucking teeth inside. Yeah. And then his arms just go in and get chopped yeah. off. It's so it's so awesome the practical effects. But the best bit of that scene is where he's burning him, yeah. and at the same time, this this head is detaching itself from the body. Because they don't see this. Because no. they're obviously burning it. They think, ah, oh, we burned the body. It's cool. He's still alive. But then the yeah. head's like, how like, could they not see this? Yeah, I drew, I drew a little spider in my in my book because he's just, <laughs> like turns into a little spider. Yeah. And he's like so creepy, the little head just like behind him. It's all it's got a little tentacle to it as well. It's like hair. a little alien. It's really cool. It looks a bit yeah. like you know, the alien from Macamy. And he's just like, um, nothing <laughs> like the alien from <laughs> But it just it goes, it's, it's almost cute, isn't it? Yeah, but it walks so, it from the head. Yeah, it just walks so silently behind him and they yeah. slowly turn and so they're like all sketching out from this chest thing. And he just looks at it and then burns it. And it's yeah. like, yeah. And then he goes, uh, right, he goes, what the? Fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just torture. It. Oh, it's incredible. That is a great. Oh thing. my god! And then that leads us on to obviously go out to get the guy that's locked away in the hut. Yeah. And yeah, like he's disappeared. And you think, uh oh, what's going on here? Where is he? I know. Is he? He's first of all, you think he's going to kill himself because he's, he's so funny because McCree goes to visit him to make sure he's all right. 
This guy looks through the hatch and there's a, he's made a little noose like the king's out like, that's dark. Oh, <laughs> he's getting ready. And then obviously they go back and he's disappeared. So they investigate further and then they realise this <laughs> This is the one bit that's a bit like, a little bit crazy, but uh, no. So they, they follow his little, they don't realise where he's gone. So they're like, how can he get out? And then they realise, ah, oh, he's gone through the floor. Yeah. And then they follow this little tunnel that leads to a spaceship he's, he's been working building on. a spaceship. How I know. It's quickly? So, it's it's brilliant. It's it. so like, remember, batteries not included. Yeah. It's something like that. Probably faster than that. <laughs> yeah. He's used parts of the helicopter to build it. And yeah. Stuff, man. It's like, but, yeah. he, but he's not there. Yeah. He's, he's not, not with it. But they got to go great. hunting. For, now they're hunting for Blair because they know Blair's the thing. Yeah. They're, they're happy yeah. that all four of them. And he fucks them all up, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He um, he, he, so literally they go and try and find him, don't they? So, so McCready's like, right, we ain't getting out of here. He's like, he knows we're not getting out of here. Let's let's just like take this thing out, torch the place. So, yeah, literally like get rid of everything because even if this thing survives, it will go freeze and then wait for whoever comes along. Yes, so, so there's a great yeah. So now they have to kill this thing. Yeah, and it gets Gary, Poor Gary the eyebrows, and it gets um. Does it, it gets it must get the cook as well. Mm. It does because they go down. Remember they go down to the generator, the generator room. Yes, and the generator is missing. Yeah, and they're like what? So they're trying to set up dynamite to blow it up. And at this point, and that's where yeah, because they're all free together. Charles yeah. isn't. No. Um, and then how does um the hero Kurt Russell dispatch the thing? Mate, so basically, this like I don't know what it is, like ultra beast, massive, just amalgamation of all the people he's killed, pops out huge thing and you kind of think oh my god what's going to happen so obviously Kurt Russell runs away but it, as as this thing is kind of chasing him it swallows the the lever for the dynamite doesn't it yeah the lever sorry for the dynamite and then he blows the thing up completely blows him to smithereens doesn't he he chucks a bit of dynamite at him yeah. himself rolls it towards him and Ma- boom boom think, oh, that's it end game but old McCready's still alive McCready's still alive he sits Still got out, his bottle of scotch. He sits outside with his bottle of J&B and Charles come along and they look at each other. Because he's like, oh, he's like, where have you been? And he's like, oh, I got lost in the snow and all this yeah. stuff. And he's like, and then they look at each other and he goes, hmm. And you think, oh, what's going to happen next? They just don't know. And this is the thing. It's just like, it leaves you on the biggest, like, do you like that ending? Or do Loved you? it. It's just I didn't it. need to know. Exactly. You don't I need just like the fact that those two... Are just... You know McCready is not the thing. Yeah, McCready is not the thing, so Charles could be the thing. But he could be, yeah, you just don't know. Yeah. And they did, do a, they did do a prequel to this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so we saw the Norway, we saw what happened in the Norway well, Yeah, because it camp. leads right in, doesn't it? Even to the end where the dog... Yeah. Literally, the end, which I thought was really clever. Yeah, it's, I, can't, I, I need can't to re-watch that, because yeah, I've only ever so. seen it once. And me. So yeah, that is um, that is the thing. So my favourite bit, I gotta say, of the whole movie, again and again and again, is is when Palmer eats windows. <laughs> I love it. I it's mental, isn't it? Do you know what's really weird about that? Though? At first, yeah. He, he, but then when Windows is eventually let go, he's still moving. Yeah, he's like revolting. It's like too real. It looks too real. Like because he's still alive. And then when they burn him, he's still alive then. Oh, 
It's so it's fucking gross, great. man. And, great. and the little spider head. It's just brilliant. Yeah, it is good. But do yeah. You, um, do you want to hear some Matt's facts? I would love to hear some <laughs> Matt's facts. Here we go. There's quite a lot of facts, but I've just got a couple of things. So going back to the opening title that you're on about, um, I, I was a bit of a geek back in the day. Obviously, I had to watch those and making knobs and, and, and stuff like that. It's fascinating how they made that title sequence. Yeah. All they had was a fish tank, a bin bag, and they burnt a bin bag, and literally some smoke blew across it, and that's how they made that title sequence. <laughs> Unbelievable, wasn't that's it? That's fucking cool. Pretty good. That's some, that's some like, A-team shit right now. Yeah, definitely. It's brilliant. Um, apparently, this is one of John Carpenter's personal favourites. It's like one of his favourite films he did. It wasn't received well at all when it first came out. I read this. Mm, but... Uh, and he took it as uh, quite personal. Yeah, because he, he thought it was his coup de grace. Yeah, he thought it absolutely. But then it, it, it grew in, uh, as these movies doing a massive, and became one of the, a massive cult classic. Yeah, a lot of people, though, um, I've read a lot about it, say that apparently it came out on the same day as Blade Runner. Really? Yeah, so but it Blade Runner didn't do very well, so No, it did, did it, but still it's just like, what? You know, Icky. Still takes it off of the shine off of the one you know nowadays they don't ever bring out anything big around anything else do yeah they? um and a lot of people blame et a little bit because et was fucking little fucking two <laughs> two weeks before it was released so a lot of people were like going out getting that human element of alien rather than the kind of horror element of, of it which was um which was quite weird et was the thing mm, yeah maybe he was maybe we'll, we'll get like time um, you know the little um, the little computer that McCready's playing on the chess? Yeah. Obviously, there's no females throughout the whole film. No, The yeah. only female, female voice you've got is from the computer. I didn't know this. This is, this is new to me, but um, the voice of the computer is uh, was John Carpenter's wife. Oh, wow. And she, she's uh, Adrian Barber from The Fog. You know he's married to her. That's, That's cool. quite an interesting um, fact. It had uh, quite a big budget it was, for those times, a $10 million budget. $10 million. Yeah. Seems Not like much. nothing, doesn't it? No. <laughs> and uh, back to throwing back to old Jed the dog. The dog was called Jed. Oh, okay. And apparently this dog was absolutely eerily like weird. So it didn't look, when it acted, it didn't look at camera operators, didn't look at booms, it just did what it was told. Literally in, in a click of a finger. That's incredible. Which is fascinating. I just find that really fascinating. Yeah, because it was fucking freaky. Yeah. A yeah. couple of funny little facts. Um, Nick Nolte turned down the role of McCready, which, which I thought. Oh, that would have been a different movie. Exactly. <laughs> different movie. And Jeff Bridges. I can see Jeff Bridges. Okay, yeah, I can see because he's got. Like, yeah, he's got that kind of corners. He'd have been there with a uh, white Russian instead of a JMB. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And also. Um, up for the role, they, this, these weren't offered, these were rumours about Harrison Ford and Clint Eastwood, possibly. Both for McCready as well? Yeah. Final fact, I mean, there's hundreds, hundreds out there, but I'm, I could go on all night. Yeah. But uh, the final confrontation with the thing uh, apparently required 50 technicians to move the thing about and Jesus. operate it, which was which was quite astounding. And it, it, the whole film took pretty much uh, three months to shoot. Probably one of the most nerdiest and interesting facts. Um, apparently in August 2003, some hardcore fans decided they wanted to go out to the filming location. Went out article? <coughs> I don't know where it's shot. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's um, called Stewart in British Columbia. That's, That's Canada. Is that where it is? Yeah. 
So they went out there um, after 21 years. So in 2003, it would have been 21 years after. They found the remains of the outpost 31. No fucking way. Yeah, and, um, and they found bits of the Norwegian helicopter. One of them actually took uh, the rotary blade from the, the, the copter and brought it back and now has it in his personal collection. How cool is that? <laughs> that is fucking cool. That's cool. uber fans, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd love to do that shit. Yeah, you want to go to British Columbia? Should we go on a road trip? Yeah, road trip. <laughs> <laughs> that was Matt's Max. Oh, I love Matt's Max. That was fun. I like doing the thing. The thing is awesome. Yeah. Right? I mean, obviously we're going to write this and it's obviously going to be a... Right, mine's an eight. It's got to be a 10 out of 10. I did, uh, it's yeah. just like, it's John Carpenter, one of our favourites. It's 10 out of 10. Oh, mate, it's amazing. Gold standard of practical effects. And oh, the music. Unbelievable for its time. And the music, so simple and effective. I think the, the, the music was done by Eno Morricone. Yeah. Is that what I'm saying right? Yeah, Eno. Because yeah. apparently they had some other guy to do it, but um, he dropped out, so they got him in instead. And he, he made it specifically like. John Carpenter style of uh, theme tunes. So that's oh, I wanted to give a shout point. out to Rob Botting, I think his name is, which yeah. is the makeup spec. He did the makeup for yeah. the special effects. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, like leagues above of its time. It's just like literally, it's crazy how you think back on how this film didn't smash it. And it just yeah. become a cult for But it's beautiful that it's, it's got that cult space. Oh, yeah, you must be happy now, yeah. like, looking back, thinking about it. And it's, like, one of the most renowned films out there. Horror sci-fi. Brilliant stuff. Awesome. So that's um, that's our rewatch. We've we, we got to pick another one for um, next episode. Oh, guess what? It's my turn. Oh, uh, yes. So, I thought for the next episode... <laughs> Mac and me. No. Um... <laughs> So basically, for for the next pick, I'm going a little bit different because we've had a lot of gore. Yeah. We've had a lot of classics. We've had a lot of kind of like, you know, your Freddy and stuff like that. And then we've had the thing. We've gone for a bit of sci-fi horror. Now, I'm going to go a little bit the other way. And I'm picking the Poltergeist. Oh. Yeah, so a little bit of like kind of ghosty kind of shit going on. I like that. That's a good... <sighs> That's I love the next. I do love the Poltergeist as well. <laughs> I love it. So I thought I'd go who to directed I know, it? I know we're sticking at the... Who are we, who are we saying directed it? I know who directed it. So who was Steve Spielberg? It's a fight. But I thought that'd be kind of a bit, a bit different. I know, it's, again, it's sticking in the 80s, but fuck it. Well, why not? That's what we've got. Yeah. We've got to go 80s. That's what, you know, if we have to do everything in the 80s, I've got no problem with that. The so, 80s full of it. Yeah, so Poltergeist would be our next movie from the vault. So we hope you tune in on next episode. Cool. Well, I guess um, that's it for today. It's time to say goodbye. Time to say goodbye. <laughs> so um, I guess we'll go let you know what's going on for ne- on next episode in uh, two weeks' time. So our movie that we're going to be watching, uh, new movie is Mom and Dad with the one Mom. and only Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Something to scream about segment was um, our favourite 80s horror movie. Might, might go favourite three. I don't know. We'll have a discussion. I'm going to bring like ten. Um, <laughs> and then um, our Matt's pick for next week is The Poltergeist. The Poltergeist. And, you know, you can argue on social media who directed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess um, if you if you do want to do that on social media, we've got lots of different ways for us for you to contact us via email. 
you can go to you can email us on draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com or you can reach us on Twitter where we will reply um, at draw one last we've now got a Facebook page um, that you can, yeah that you can actually go on and um, we post loads of like trailers up there and yeah, all sorts of all, different all sorts of stuff so search on Facebook for draw one last breath podcast or find us on Instagram at Draw one last. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, um, next episode we'll have five episodes as well, so hopefully we'll be on Spotify soon. We're on iTunes as well. Yeah. And, and Podbean, so obviously get the word out there to your mates and friends. Uh, yeah. I guess so there's only one more one thing, more thing to, to say. say. Go for it. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast.